Hello everybody and welcome back to the public announcement podcast and today I would like to talk about rabbit holes and beliefs and how people can persuade themselves that there are something that are that they actually are not. There are maybe few examples that go through your head of some of you or most of you might have thought about extremists, right? There are extremists in politics that, you know, they just say their opinion and they don't really give a shit about others and what they have to say because, well, their political party is the most correct one, their leader is the best and their ideology definitely outsmarts everybody else. But I would like to point out this can be more connected also to the private sphere. For example, let's take into consideration or let's talk about people who pretend they have depression or take depression as some type of a personality trait. I understand there are many people in the world who go through hard times, who are sad constantly and who do actually have depression. And for those people to speak up is very helpful. And I do encourage those people to speak with speak with their close family or friends or whoever they feel comfortable speaking. And I wish the best of luck to them so they can get better. But I'm talking about those shallow people that post those uh, depressing stories on Instagram that they think there are some self-proclaimed intellectuals by reading a few quotes from Nietzsche. And those people who think that just by faking depression and wearing black hoodies and always making jokes about how they are dead inside, they're going to get some special care or attention. These people persuade themselves that they have depression and they act like absolute jackasses when any anybody tries to tell them they don't actually have it. Similar to the extremists from the political spheres. These are just two extreme examples, of course, but there are many... Uh, many ways this can be seen in everyday life, but in lower intensities, of course. So what are the main symptoms? I would even dare to call this a sickness, sort of. So what are the main symptoms of this sickness, of this belief sickness or the rabbit hole sickness? Well, the first and most notable is that these people will often go over the top with their beliefs. It's known and it's publicly known that many people do have different beliefs and different outlooks and angles of uh, looking at different events and things and explaining different parts of life differently. But the majority of people, they relatively keep an open mind for new ideas. I mean, of course, some people are more conservative when it comes to persuading them. But essentially, if you put up uh, put up good arguments and you talk to the people, they are persuadable. It's not like it's an impossible job to persuade them about your idea. But then there are the folks that won't accept no other idea than their ideology or their idea. And that being just for the soul's sake that they think they are the best one and they outsmarted everyone. And that the other people are just some herd of sheep going and following their leader. I really don't like the thing where everybody says that people are a herd of sheep. Not because it's not true, but... It's because people have generally acted like that for centuries. People have always somehow stuck together and agreed on a common opinion, no matter how flawed it was, and it kept the society going. People think that by saying like, oh, people are sheep, people people are like controllable. They think like they are somehow self-proclaimed individual intellectuals and they have figured out how the world works. Well, guess what? They haven't. Because even though people are sheep, it's the only thing that keeps our society going. It's the sheep and the horde that keeps the society uh, glued together. People can trust each other because people are predictable. And these outsiders, well, many of them are delusional. They just think like, oh, it's stupid. But they don't really understand how the society works and how we are able to get the daily product.
let me tell you this. If everybody were to be an individual, we wouldn't have the functioning society we would have today. Because people are very keen on screaming that, oh, libertarian and let's be all individuals. But if you think about how many idiots there are, and if all those idiots were given the right to think for themselves, I mean we would fall the fuck apart. Yes, we need individuals, but those who can actually think. And yes, sometimes you need an individual to show uh, the mass of the people and be like, okay, guys, this is not that good as we think it is. But usually things work out in a certain fashion only because it works for the society. And there is nothing an individual can do against that. And many many of these delusional people, you know, they end relationships, they, they end friendships just because they think that these people are not worthy of them or they somehow have insulted some ideology they believe in. And it's really sad to watch these people just go deeper and deeper into this rabbit hole. And they constantly have to bring up their point in every discussion that even slightly touches the uh, touches their belief you know so for example somebody starts to talk about immigration and these people uh, let's say these extreme supporters of trump they just stand up and are like immigration is bad immigration is bad and it doesn't really bring the discussion any closer to your consensus i mean the sole point of a discussion is to have a consensus on something and to solve a problem and all these people say are like they scream their ideology until and they think the entire crowd will be suddenly persuaded it's sort of like they have this little script in their heads and whenever somebody gives them a question or an answer or questions they believe, they just choose one of the 10 answers they have predefined and they sort of like spit out one that fits the most. You, you see this when they have like a fact that they found and they... And, and it somehow supports their ideology. I used to watch Jordan Peterson a lot, maybe a year ago or two. And in every single interview, when somebody asked him about uh, why, about what he thinks about women going to, into a STEM degree, I, that, that's what I think the question was. He always mentioned how in the Scandinavian countries where it was heavily supported that women go into these STEM degrees, women didn't actually go to the STEM degree and decided for more humanitarian sciences and he he takes this as some kind of an ultimate point that women they don't want to go into stem degrees and 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 women don't do science and they instead go into humanitarian science he never quite explains the point he always just says the statistics and we are supposed to like believe in him and well this is another thing these people often don't know how to discuss or they are unable to have a constructive discussion or mainly because of this you know they have some fact they spit it out and they automatically think they won the debate and if anybody dares to say like okay but we've got this test they're like oh that's an untrustworthy source oh those are fake news oh that doesn't really count and and stuff like that it's not really progressive in a way it's not supposed to they are not there to bring the discussion to a consensus. They are simply there to, to show the world how smart they are. And to constantly say like, oh, I'm very smart and, and I have the correct ideology and you, you all are fools and you are going to be um, on your knees begging me for my vis- wisdom. This is their red dream. This is essentially what these people imagine and like to do. And often and often and not, they steer the facts into their way. So there is a fact or some statistic that says something and they 
change the percentages a bit, change the wording a bit, and suddenly it's a stat that supports their belief. It's like the flat earthers, that they just take certain parts of the evidence they have, and then they just ignore everything else, and are like, oh, that's fake evidence, that, that is NASA, that is like a government organization. But their evidence, somehow, somebody calculated, their evidence is good. Since there are so many people running around, each of them believing in different things, and heavily believing them in those things, there are many problems that these people create. I think it's these people that we have to blame for the political climate, and generally the bad cultural climate. In today's era, it's becoming much more harder to discuss things with an open mind, because many people will just scream at you like, oh, what party are you at? What side are you actually taking? And you're, and you are when you actually just want to distance yourself and talk about the facts or talk about the hard data without a bias, everybody suddenly seems angry. People have been banned from speech or have been publicly shamed or they even lose their careers just for saying something against a certain ideology. And many politicians, you know, they, they decide to choose one or the other side too. And corporations do exactly the same for the sole reason of keeping their public image. You have to understand the corporations and the entire market is a struggle for power game, just as politics is. These people don't really give a shit about the opinions they present. They give a shit about if those opinions are popular with the people. If you are in a corporation and you made some remark against something that is mainstream, there is a big chance that the corporation is just going to kick you out because they don't really want to have a person or an employee and they don't really want to take the risk of someone blaming their company for supporting something that's not mainstream. They don't want to go out of business. Same with politicians. Many politicians cannot afford to lose voters just because they endorse somebody. Even though they privately agree with the opinions, they just publicly say that the guy is bad or that the guy has bad opinions just to keep their public image. And people in these societies, they feel like there is just two options. There is either the red or the blue pill. There is no in-between. You have to pick one side and you have to stick to your guns when you are at that side. You cannot just switch sides or be a centrist. Because then you have done something that is against both of the sides and everybody hates you. You know, it's not only about politics. Let's talk about religion, for example. Uh, there are, you know, there are the atheists and Christians. And if you just say, like, uh, I don't give a shit about your bullshit religion, but I'm not an atheist, I mean, whatever, I just don't care. People are like, like how cannot you care? You have to choose a side, you have to choose an opinion, which one are you? And by these forcing people just accept the ideology that they are presented with. And most of these people, they try to secure their place in these cults or these organizations so badly that they fall into the same rabbit hole and they become even more extreme radicals. And, well, that on itself is very bad. And that's why I think that today there is such a bad cultural and political climate and we don't see many discussions on serious problems where there are two sides and both of them are divided on an issue. But, of course, I could have ended the episode here, talked about some people and ideologies, but I want to share what I think could be done in order for you to better yourself and realize in which rabbit holes have you fallen. Because I think we all have fallen at least into one or two during our lifetimes. Um, before you can help others, you have to help yourself first. Before you start preaching to others about how, how bad their ideology is or how they cannot 
take it so seriously, you have to understand where you have made a mistake and try to work on that. We all have certain beliefs and some of you might be even down in these rabbit holes where they just, where you just reject everybody else who has different opinion. And that's perfectly fine. We all make mistakes, but it's up to us to repair those mistakes. I will quote a famous song which says you you either stand for something or you will fall for anything. And that's why it is important to realize what ideology you actually want to stand for. And for those spheres of life what you, you don't care about. For example, it could be religion, it could be politics, it could be anything. You don't have to care about, but at least don't fall into like one or two of these categories. Say I don't care about it and don't try to engage in discussions about it or don't try to pick sides or think about it too much. You don't care about it, you don't care about it. End of the story. But about things you care about. Don't be heavily invested in your certain ideology. Nobody is has the ultimate key to truth. Nobody knows everything. And therefore you have to accept that sometimes you're going to meet a person which actually genuinely has good remarks. And maybe it is good to listen to that person and with an open mind and say like, okay, here I was mistaken. And maybe then say like, okay, but here you are mistaken. I don't really agree with, with what you're saying. I think people need to learn the ability to discuss with a bit, a bit more humbly and a bit more um, with an open mind. And then we can get the society going and then we can solve problems which today are unimaginable to solve because we have just two sides arguing. I think if people learn the skill to accept others and to listen to opinions that are important or to facts that even contradict their own belief. And if people learn that it's okay to make mistakes and change ships and it's nothing bad. I think we could get a much, much, much better world. It's okay to change opinions and throughout your life your opinions are going to change a lot because well you will have experiences in your life, you will acquire new facts, you will do this and that and therefore your opinions and outlooks on the world will change. And in no way is it bad that you try to belong somewhere or you try to or you try to find an identity. At the end of the day we all are doing that. But it's very counterproductive to find an identity or to find your meaning to support an ideology that you don't even believe in or to support a belief that you don't truly believe in and it was not your conscious choice but the choice of everybody else. I'm not saying go all lone wolf and just reject everything that is mainstream. There are good things that are mainstream. And you should realize what's good for you and which spheres of life do you care about. And in those spheres, really think carefully about what are you choosing and what ideologies are you supporting. And again, it's okay to be mistaken. It's okay to want to be, be part of a society or a certain group. And it's okay to want attention. But don't make yourself miserable because you want these things. Make it so that you believe in your belief. And you try to present it to other people and you try to teach them to have a more open mind. And if we can get that going, I think the world can change to a much nicer place and more shit can get done. And therefore, the world will need people like you who have open mind and are able to distance themselves from their bias and beliefs and look at the hard facts as they are. And, you know, talk about the hard facts as they are. No personal biases, no spinning the facts, no changing percentages of words. Straight, right, facts. 
and talk about them and make a conclusion out of them. And that, my friends, is all for this episode. Thank you for listening. And we'll hear each other, what, in two weeks in English.